It is the most rewarding thing that we can ultimately do for ourselves is to listen deeply at a soul level and be willing to take the risks to forge new pathways, to create new beginnings, and to reinvent who we are, what we are, how our lives look and feel. And this is the ultimate experience of fulfillment and joy and contentment once we realize that we do hold the power within us to get ourselves there. Welcome to Women Today. If you are someone who is asking the big questions in life, grappling with the complex responsibilities and desires that come with modern womanhood, and motivated to create a life that is deeply fulfilling while also contributing to the betterment of the world, then you are in the right place. I'm your host, Emma Title, a psychotherapist, coach, mother, and teacher. And you are listening to an independent podcast where we unpack and explore women's psychology and personal growth and development. This show is dedicated to providing thoughtful, inspiring, and creative new ways to approach both your inner and outer life as a woman. We dig deep into what it really takes to heal, to grow, and to evolve into the next most whole and most integrated version of yourself. I'm so glad that you're here, and let's get started with today's episode. Hey, and welcome back, everyone, to a brand new episode of Women Today. It has been a minute since the last time I recorded an episode, and really, to be exact, it has been a year and a couple of months, and I cannot tell you how excited I am to finally be back here with you all and to be able to create in this space again. I have really missed this practice and I've missed showing up in this space. And it is such a deep relief and an incredible joy to be back on so many levels. So today I've got a really fun and exciting episode planned for you all. I'm going to start out by sharing on a personal level about where I've been over the last year and what has taken my attention and my presence away from this space. I'm going to give a little bit of information about where we're at in the astrological calendar and what's going on on a larger level in the cosmos. And I am by no means an astrologer, so I'm going to keep that part pretty brief, but I'm also going to refer you to some amazing people and resources who have really been helping me to understand how to best engage with my life when there are so many unexpected and intense energies going on in the world that I think we're all feeling and have been navigating for years now. And then finally, I'm going to be getting into the heart of the episode, which is all about reinvention, new beginnings, and saying yes to your next iteration of yourself, whatever that means, whatever that looks like for you. And I'm really excited to get into this because here in North America, it is officially springtime. As I get into with the astrology, we are officially in the astrological new year. And we have all been through a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot over the last three years. And I think so many women right now that I'm having conversations with are talking about what's next. What is the new horizon line? What is the new world? What is 
going to be inspiring and aligned and fulfilling in this next chapter of both our personal and collective lives. So I would love to support you however I can. And I'm really excited about some of the questions and the information and prompts I'll be sharing later on. So as always, you can have a journal with you as you're listening to this. If you want to pause the episode at any point and make some notes, or you can just listen as you're going along doing your thing and come back to some of the pieces if they feel valuable to you. All right. So starting on the personal note, I wanted to start on the personal level because for me on my journey as a woman, I have always learned the best and the most from people who are willing to share honestly and openly about their personal journeys and how they have negotiated and reckoned with those things. So I think whenever we can share from our hearts and be honest about our triumphs, our successes, our breakthroughs, and also our struggles and our dark nights of the soul and the things that are sort of turning our lives inside out and upside down, it really normalizes other people's experiences, even if we're not having the exact same experience, which we never are as two different humans, but it really brings us together in the realness of human life, the unpredictability and the vulnerability of the human experience. So all that being said, the big reason that I haven't been podcasting over the last year is because my personal world has been under massive reconstruction, both literally and figuratively, really over the past several years. 2022 was no exception, and we had a lot of unexpected events, curveballs, things coming out of left field. It felt like kind of nonstop throughout the whole year. And it's funny when I look back, I'm always doing annual quarterly seasonal reviews for myself and multi-year reviews because it helps me to learn and helps me to process where I've been in the past, where I am currently and where I'm going. And as I was looking back over, you know, the last several years, especially of pandemic life, as 2021 was wrapping up and we had had a really tough year that year as well, and 2022 was starting, I thought to myself, okay, I think we're finally on the other side of some things and we've learned a lot of lessons. We've grown so much, so much has changed. And I really feel like 2022 is going to have a bit of a different flavor. Well, as life would have it, I was wrong. I was really wrong. And so I started the year off with lots of ideas and visions and aspirations. And then life had other plans in store for us. So Some of the details, I won't get into all of them, but our family had two massive house floods out of nowhere, and we had done a really significant remodel on our new home in 2021, and so we thought, all right, that was really hard. It was really awesome. We learned a lot. We grew a lot, and now we're done with that chapter, and 2022 showed us that we weren't done. We weren't done with some of the lessons that we needed to learn. And so we ended up spending a lot of the year just cleaning up from, recovering from, and reconstructing the damage that had been done from the two floods. We also had several very unexpected and sudden childcare and school changes, which were anybody who's a parent out there knows just especially we had so much of that in 2020 and lots of 2021. And we thought, okay, we're finally going to have some stability in 2022, but not for us. So we had a lot of schedule renegotiation, unpredictability, having to change on the drop of a dime many days and weeks of the year. And as we all know from what we've lived through with the pandemic, that is very rattling 
and hard for the nervous system to not know what you're going to have one day to the next and to not know if you're going to be able to get work done that's important or attend to things. And childcare is a huge issue, especially for women. We really saw that in the pandemic. So that was a big flavor of our year. And then we also had massive rounds of illness. So our family was fortunate in that we did not get COVID early in the pandemic. But in 2022, our family had multiple rounds of very significant COVID cases. And they weren't just, you know, a few days or a week. They were cases that took multiple months and attention with health professionals and support to recover from, to get back to full baseline. So that was requiring a lot of energy and attention. We also had a really scary emergency room trip and stitches for our daughter with a very frightening accident, again, came out of left field. So as you can imagine, as I paint this picture, there were just a lot of emotional ups and downs for me, for our marriage, for our whole family system. And It has really been challenging, but it's also been so growthful because I've really had the opportunity to dig deep and to walk my talk and to pull out all the resources and to lean even further into practices of mindfulness and psychology and interpersonal relating and skills and parenting and neuroscience. And it's like, I've really been reading and talking to people and getting support and just going through my own journey of navigating life as a mother, as a wife, as a woman, as a professional, as a human who's trying to do the best that I can, who has a lot of responsibility and commitment to showing up in certain ways in certain places, but who's also vulnerable and human and subject to these types of things like a pandemic, like childcare issues, like illness, like being in a body. And just not being able to control all of these things that we so desperately want to be able to control in our human lives, but we can't. And so I have grown so much over the course of the last several years and also this past year specifically. And it has really caused us all of this shock and disruption and unsettledness has caused me and me and my husband to dig deep into creating some better foundations for our marriage, for our family dynamics, and just for our general sense of well-being as a family. And that has also included community members, family of origin. There have just been so many layers of sifting through the muck and facing really hard feelings and realities and not avoiding them and coming face-to-face with them and allowing myself and ourselves to grow and develop through them. So there's way more I could share, but I'm going to leave it at that for now. And to just say that if you are someone who has been in grueling times or challenging times, just know that you're totally not alone. I think so many of us have been undergoing massive change and upheaval over the last three years. And the good news is that things are starting to shift on certain levels and The other harder news is that there's also still a lot of intensity and a lot of demand. And so the more we can connect and support one another to really know how to show up and meet these times of challenge in new ways, in ways that where we can feel more empowered, more triumphant, and more capable of how to handle the ups and downs, the better off we're all going to be. 
And this is what my life's work is all about. It's like, how do we navigate the inner world? How do we navigate complex relationships? And how do we still, in the midst of all of that, show up for the impact and the positive leadership? And whether it's leading at home with our families, with our children, or in our professional places of work or in community, how do we do that together? And there's no easy answer at all, but I'm excited to be in those conversations with you as always. So needless to say, 2022 required a huge amount of time, attention, and energy from me. And at this point, I really do feel like we are integrating the lessons. We have had major growth spurts. I have had major growth spurts and it's a new moment. And that moment is fresh and bright. And there's a lot of possibility for me in my personal world, but there's also a new moment in our collective world. And that's why I wanted to bring in astrology for today. And some of you may not know this about me. Some of you may, but I have actually been totally intrigued by astrology since I was an adolescent. And I have leaned on it as a primary resource for my personal life, for my professional life in so many ways. I like to read about what's going on generally. I like to read about what's happening for me personally in my specific chart. I've also used it a huge amount in family life to help me in my marriage with my husband and also to know how to parent my daughter in a more successful and positive way. So it's really been an awesome resource. And so some of you might be like, I'm totally into it too. And others might be skeptical and either way is totally fine. But I just wanted to let you know that we are making a big transition astrologically. I am not an astrologer. I'm not even going to try to be one at all. It's such a complex and beautiful domain and there's so much to learn. But the basics of what I want to share with you today because of the theme that we're working on is that we just crossed the astrological new year. So in the Gregorian calendar, we think of the new year as January 1st, but in the astrological new year, it's really on the spring equinox in March every year, March 21st. We just passed it. And this year we're having a new moon. We did just have a new moon with the astrological new year. And there are also two major planets, Pluto and Saturn. I don't want to get that wrong, that are making big transitions into new houses. And if you are interested, I cannot recommend enough that you look into what's happening. And I'm going to give you several resources because things are changing. And even if you don't like astrology or you don't resonate with it, the pandemic started in January, February, March, 2020. And here we are officially crossing the three-year mark and the world is in a radically different place from three years ago. And so there is change for all of us. There is new life. There is a lot to process in terms of what we have lost, what we've been through, who we've become, how we've changed. And this is an exciting time to really review where we've been and to reevaluate where we're going and to really set our eyes and our hearts and our souls on a new intention of what we want to reinvent to, what we want to iterate into. And there's a lot of support astrologically right now to create new beginnings, to forge new pathways. And if you are feeling that in your life, I cannot encourage you enough to take that seriously and to make time to reflect and to consider where you're going. 
Hey, I hope you're really enjoying this episode. I'm taking a quick break here to remind you that if you haven't already, please subscribe to Women Today. Subscribing means that you get the latest episode delivered directly to the top of your Apple Podcasts app, and it also helps me to reach more listeners. If you've found any value in this episode so far, please consider picking up your phone, opening Apple Podcasts, going to the Women Today podcast main page, and clicking the plus sign in the upper right-hand corner to follow this show. While you're at it, you can scroll all the way to the bottom of the page and leave a rating and a review. These little gestures take just a minute of your time, but honestly, they make a huge difference for me and also for other women who are trying to find information and resources like this. So thank you in advance for supporting this independent podcast and paying it forward to other awesome women like you. All right. Thanks so much. And let's keep going with today's episode. So to give you some astrological resources, I want to just name some incredible women. Some of them do readings, individual readings. If you're interested, some of them write blogs or have Instagram accounts. Other ones have membership sites or daily or weekly horoscopes, but these are all awesome sites and different people will resonate with different things. So just check it out if you're interested. So one woman I love whose local is Natha Campanella at Electra Astrology. Another woman who's amazing in New York State is Jennifer Rassiopi. There is Chani Nichols. I believe Oprah has named her as her favorite astrologer. She's amazing. There is Astro Style, which is run by two identical twins, and they have amazing everyday, every week horoscopes and also lots of courses if you want to learn. And then there's Rising Woman, which always has great articles and blogs, and I believe also courses on astrology too. So I'll have all the links in the show notes as well, but please, if you're intrigued, let yourself dive in a little bit because I can't tell you how much wisdom and information is coming through that constellation of work right now that can be really supportive. If you're feeling like I'm feeling the fresh energy, I'm feeling the new beginning, but I actually don't know where to lead myself or I don't know what direction to go in astrology and particularly your birth chart and whatever transits they call it, your planets are going through in your own chart right now can have a lot of precious information that if somebody who's trained can work with you around it, it can open up huge new pathways. So highly encourage it as a resource. So if you are feeling the reinvention vibes and you're knowing I need to forge a new path, I'm ready for change. I want to guide myself, lead my life into a place that feels even more fulfilling, even more meaningful to me. Then I want you to know you're not alone and I've got massive support for you. So today I'm going to just be guiding you through some different ideas and concepts to help give you some riverbanks for your creative flow and your ideas about where you're headed. So in my life, I have had so many cycles of reinvention, of needing to let things go and die, and then having them reborn in different forms or in new directions. And I think whenever we get that urge or that itch for reinvention, it's really important to start out with identifying what specifically we want to reinvent. So sometimes reinvention is more clear 
and it's more defined and it's a particular area of our lives. Like for example, I want to reinvent my fitness or I want to really change something about my financial life, or I really want to change something about my career or the location where I live or my lifestyle or my nutrition, right? And those are awesome because they can be a little bit, not that change is easy in those departments, but they can be a little bit easier to work with when they're more tangible. Other times, soul can come knocking at our door And it's way more subtle. It might come in the form of dreams or like a little whisper from the soul or a lot of different things happening that are getting our attention and we don't quite know why, but there's something like a deeper stirring or rumbling that we need to change or overhaul or really reinvent our lives. And these kinds of reinventions can be, not always, but can be a bit more uncomfortable because sometimes it's more murky. It's not as clear what we need to do. And it's more like a very, I call it a play tectonic, like a deep need for the deep core of our earth and our psyche, our body, our soul to shift so that we can feel new or different. Sometimes this requires that we have to change a very subtle way we relate to ourselves internally. It might be that we have to work with our thoughts or relate to other people differently, or we have to change how we're running our energy in our body or how we're spending our time. Neither type of reinvention is more valid than the other. It's just that it's critical that we take the first step of naming, claiming, writing down, talking to friends, whatever works for you, what we are reinventing. So we can sort of look it in the face. This is what I'm reinventing. Even if I don't have words for it, maybe there's an image for it or a painting for it, but we need to take the time to reflect and get clear on specifically what we're wanting to reinvent because otherwise what happens is we get the itch or the call for change, but then there can be the impulse to sort of change our whole lives all at once. And this can lead to the feeling of like blowing everything up. And when we do that to ourselves, typically we get really overwhelmed. We don't apply a lot of strategy. And what this does is it usually leads to less satisfying results, less tangible results, and a huge amount of stress and disorientation along the way. So if at all possible, let's try to avoid that. And instead, just take this first step of asking yourself, what specifically is calling for reinvention? And if you want to pause the audio to journal on that, feel free. And otherwise we'll just keep on going. So second step, once you've identified what wants to be reinvented next, it's helpful to take some time to understand why you want to reinvent it. What is your deeper motivation for this reinvention? So One of the ways that I like to unpack this is if I say I want a change in how I relate to my friends, or if I say I want a change in how I relate to my husband, or if I say I want a change in my career, what am I really hoping to achieve? What am I hoping to experience? And what am I hoping to accomplish with the change? And I'm using sort of achievement-based words, achievement, experience, accomplish, But it's not only the external, and I want to really emphasize this with any type of reinvention or iteration of ourselves. Sometimes it's external, like I'm going to live in a new house where the view is of the mountains, 
or I'm going to build my own business, or I'm going to get a divorce, or I'm going to meet the love of my life. Sometimes it's like that. You can see what the change will be. Other times, the why or the deeper motivation comes from a more felt sense. Like I'm going to feel more content when I wake up in the morning, or I'm going to see myself differently. My self-concept will change. So you might think about who you hope to transform into as you make this change that you've identified and why it's so important to you to transform into that person. What is the deeper motivation? And sometimes we can reflect on that, but it doesn't really reveal itself until we're in the process or until we're looking back on the process. So don't overthink it or feel like you have to get it right on this one, but really spend some time thinking about why it is worth it to set yourself up on the course for this change, this new beginning, or this new iteration, okay? Because we all only have a finite amount of time, energy, effort that we can apply to things. So if you're choosing to really change something in your life and reinvent it, I should hope that you're choosing the thing that is most meaningful and valuable to you at this time, because so many things could get your attention, but we can't possibly give all our attention to everything. We really have to narrow it down. Beautiful. So the third step after you've done that is to consider what's in the way or what could prevent you from successfully reinventing this part of your life, from starting something new or following through with it. What might stop you in your tracks? So some things to contemplate in this section would be, what are you afraid of? And you might think, what am I afraid of internally? What am I afraid of finding within myself? And what am I afraid of externally? What am I afraid of happening outside of myself? These can be very confronting and deep questions because oftentimes when we get the urge, the motivation, the inspiration to do something new in our lives, Along with it is fear. Can I really do this? Self-doubt. Who am I to do this? Can I really have that? Can I really get where I want to go? Right? There's a lot that comes in here around belief, self-perception, terror even, depending on what kind of change you're trying to pursue. So once you get real and honest and sit down with your fears... Think about how could you put a plan in place to preemptively deal with those fears or to preemptively deal with the things that could prevent you from succeeding in this reinvention. And remember, you are the best expert on you. Of course, psychotherapists, coaches, guides, mentors, all of these things can be incredibly helpful and I lean on them all the time in my life. I'm such a huge advocate of not being alone and with ourselves, especially when we're trying to make big change, but really ever in our lives. We're not meant to be alone. We're not meant to navigate the depth and complexity of the human experience alone. And all that being said, listening within, listening to your deep, wise mind, your deep, open heart, your deep soul knowing is truly the most powerful place to consult when you're trying to figure out about what next steps to take in your life and also what your greatest growing edges are, your power moves. I like to talk about that a lot with my clients. Like my next power moves are going to look 
totally different than your next power moves because we are different souls with different curriculums, with different astrological blueprints, whichever, whatever way you want to look at it, different personalities, different access to resources and different types of privilege and different types of oppression. We are all unique, but when we tune into ourselves, we can really listen for that deeper knowing of what would be the most valuable way to handle the things that might stop us from succeeding in what we want to succeed with. Beautiful. And then the final step, the fourth step is how will you know if you've successfully reinvented yourself or a certain area of your life? And I love this one because so often we don't take the time to identify what success or completion of a reinvention or a win of a reiteration, a new iteration would look like. So I like to think about what would life look like different on the outside and how will life feel different on the inside? And you might even paint the picture in detail, whether it's in words or a watercolor or a drawing or a song or a dance, whatever medium is right for you. But like really let your mind go there. Imagine it vividly. How would like life look on the outside if I successfully complete or live into this reinvention of myself? And how will life feel different on the inside if I successfully reinvent or iterate this aspect of my life? And if you find a way to paint that picture, I encourage you to revisit that sense or those words or that image or that photograph daily or as frequently as possible to keep reminding yourself as you're on the journey and the hard journey of growing and applying yourself in new ways and forging new creative pathways that you allow yourself to be guided and fed and nourished by this vision of the successful outcome of reinvention. So this can be a really powerful thing to do, especially in the dark moments where you don't know what you're doing. You feel like you're groping around in the dark, trying to get oriented, trying to build new muscles, either literally or figuratively, and your life is under construction and things are painful at times. And you're having to let go of things you didn't want to let go of in order to step into the new horizon line, in order to step into the new possibility. And if you can stay connected with that image and that feeling and that painted picture of the successful reinvented life, It will help to hold you through the darker times and the more confusing times and the real challenge of deep inner work and deep outer work in your life because change takes effort. Change takes commitment. Reinvention takes a ferocity and a love for oneself. And it is the most rewarding thing that we can ultimately do for ourselves is to listen deeply at a soul level and be willing to take the risks to forge new pathways, to create new beginnings, and to reinvent who we are, what we are, how our lives look and feel. And this is the ultimate experience of fulfillment and joy and contentment once we realize that we do hold the power within us to get ourselves there. And we're not in control, as my 2022 demonstrated beautifully. We're not in control. We never know what's going to happen or what's going to come our way. But we do have the power to reflect, to listen deeply, to confront our fears, to set our course on where we want to go and to know why, and to celebrate once we get there. 
So I hope this was helpful. In the next episode, I will be talking about how to break a new project or goal into steps so that you can successfully reinvent or change something specific in your life. But in the meantime, enjoy this reflection time and I'm sending you all my best and all my support for whatever you are wanting to reinvent or iterate in your life. Thank you so much for listening to the Women Today podcast, and most importantly, for caring about your personal growth and development as a woman. Remember, when we have the courage to do our inner work and then show up to lead in the world from that place, we all win. So let's keep going because together we do have the power to affect real change from the inside out. If you enjoyed this episode and are wanting to take some of these ideas further, I encourage you to check out my free training that will guide you through a powerful process to clarify your values and to get in deeper alignment with yourself so that you can create a life that feels even more meaningful and fulfilling to you. You can download this training at emmatitle.com forward slash training. Once you get there, simply pop your name and email in and the training will be sent straight to your inbox so you can begin right away. Before we say goodbye for today, I want to remind you that you are not alone and that you matter. Whoever you are and wherever you find yourself in this moment of your life, your thoughts matter, your feelings matter, and your life experiences, they matter. So please stay committed and stay fiercely loyal to yourself on this journey and know that I'm right here with you, sending my heartfelt strength and encouragement. Thank you so much for listening and I'll look forward to connecting with you in the next episode. Mm